This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, speaking of liquor, uh, the best part about any Brian Kilmeade book party that I've been invited to is there is always a top shelf open bar. And trust me, I am getting Brian's money's worth out of that top shelf open bar. If you have not yet checked out uh, Brian's new book, Teddy and Booker T. It's gotten rave reviews. I've really enjoyed it, and a lot of people who've heard our discussion says they've purchased it, and they've gotten a lot out of it, even aspects of history they didn't know they cared about, but there are so many different parallels about what's happening now, and uh, Brian is very much a chronicler of what's happening these days. In addition to being a New York Times bestselling author, he's the co-host of Fox and Friends on Fox News, a nationally syndicated radio talk show host, and the host of One Nation on uh, Saturday nights. Hello, Brian. What's going on, Frank? Quite a bit. I mean, you've been busy. You were up in New Hampshire with uh, former President Trump getting a tour of his uh, airplane. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, we wanted to do more of a slice of his life on the on the train uh, on the plane, and I felt um, I felt he was very focused. I mean, he's got a team around him. Um, I think they got the fear of God in them. There's not a lot of uh, everyone's got a job. There's uh, everyone's got their head down. He's everyone's working. He, I think that he he has his eye on the prize, and that and I was surprised by his tone afterwards. But I I also got the sense that they have a whole plan to go after Biden right away, and after that win, that double digit win, that uh, machine was about to roll on Biden, and Haley's speech just caught him by surprise, in my view. But you know, getting the tour of the plane, seeing this caravan, it's about fifty cars. And then getting in the middle of that, going an hour after he landed, and then going to uh, a place there was only 500 people about. Everyone had a certain amount of time to go. They were all over Vivek to wrap up quickly. Uh, I was just very impressed with the machine he's got around him. Yeah, even his uh, political opponents in New Hampshire are saying the campaign that he ran this year is uh, much different from the one that was run in 2016 in terms of ground operation, in terms of organization. And uh, that's his critics even saying that. So uh, given the fact that he had you out there on the plane and uh, you were with him in New Hampshire, do you get the sense that his um, on-again, off-again feud with uh, Fox News is off again? I don't know. I mean... After I left him on Truth Social, he put out that Fox is the bird brain network. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what. And, and I came back and I see Brett Baer in the lobby. And Brett goes, what did you talk about? Like, what do you, so he showed me. And I'm, I go, I have no idea. It was around 10 o'clock at night. I left him at 1030. So I don't know what he was watching. I wasn't obviously watching. I was behind the scenes at this uh, right, I you like were a chamber of commerce yeah. place. Yeah, I was yeah. working. I was, I was with him, actually. So I interviewed him three times in 90 minutes, and he didn't have a problem with anything that I know of. It wasn't meant to be a hard-hitting interview. It was meant to, like, what is your focus? What's going to be different at this time? Uh, where's your family? Does not want his family involved like it was last time. Yet there's Eric last night. And, and then 
Uh, Nick Cianelli puts that out. Then Nikki Haley tries to light us up on the couch oh, yeah, that I'm gonna, morning. I'm, I'm going to ask you about that in a second. I want to play for folks what you're talking about if they didn't and hear about it. It's new new yesterday, too. Uh, no, please. You're, you're getting slings and arrows. Now you know what it's like for me to be at a uh, Brian Kilmeade holiday brunch where everybody is uh, <laughs> is bashing me. Um, uh, before we get to Nikki Haley's issues with Fox News, though, you were uh, on the receiving end, and I, I know you may not view it this way. I think this is kind of cool. You were on the receiving end of a, a couple of jokes from Jimmy Kimmel, who didn't exactly enjoy the non-confrontational nature of the interview you did with uh, with Trump. Here was Jimmy Kimmel. Kill me took the opportunity to kiss Trump's sizable, but slightly less sizable now. You look like you're in fighting shape. How much weight did you lose? Maybe 15, maybe 20. How? Uh, the hard way. I work. <laughs> I've been, no, I've been so busy, I haven't been... I haven't been able to eat very much. I don't, I'm not able to sit down and eat like a person like you. You can sit down and eat. Me, it's a little bit tougher. Okay. It's interesting, Brian. First of all, I, I don't know you as one to sit around and live the life of leisure, even on the weekends. What did you make of Jimmy Kimmel taking uh, a shot at you and characterizing the interview as uh, you kissing Trump's butt? Uh, you know, it just goes to show you, I remember a few years ago when he went after me. I was probably about eight uh, and I remember just hearing my phone go off in the middle of the night, and I'm going, what is going on? And looking at it and saying, I just realized no one was dead, so I went back to sleep, and it was a huge story. It was big. Now, I, I find out weeks later that he, uh, you know, someone, um, I saw yesterday I was on a plane. I was delayed for two hours, so I just decided, let me look at my uh, my Google email, and then it, that was lit up there. I didn't even click on it. This shows to show you, number one, how segmented the audience is. Mm. Like People that watch Kimmel don't watch us. Number two is the lack of power those guys have. I mean, there's nothing you could do if you're Donald Trump to ever have a positive word from The Tonight Show, Kimmel, or whatever Colbert's hosting. And now Jon Stewart's back in the fray. So it's just boring. That's why the Bill Mars are funny. Because they go back their equal opportunity offenders. So, you know, you don't like Trump says, as I mentioned on the show, I we just did three, we did four interviews with Trump in one day. I was scheduled to do it. So they said, Brian, do me a favor. Uh, don't go with there. We just covered this. It's the day of the election. Why don't we just give a sense of what it's like last time doing this? It could be his last primary. I said, all right, you got it. So it was meant to be more of a magazine-type interview. So, again, for Jimmy Kimmel to say, well, it's not hard-hitting, number one, he has lost more than 15. I haven't seen him since West Point 2000, uh, 2020. Uh, 2020. 2020, yeah. So I haven't seen him. So I could not believe how much weight he lost. And everyone talks about how much weight he was gaining, how he doesn't work out. And, and that was the first thing I noticed. You'd, I'm sorry that it offended him. Well, I wouldn't lose sleep over it, Brian. Something tells no, me. No, uh, I mean, something tells me you're not. Um, hey, um, I, I don't. You know, but for him to go, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It. It like for when Gutfeld does something, everybody knows about it. Before I wake up, I see a bunch of text messages. He went after you again last night. It's all in fun, and it's actually funny. Most of the time, they're really funny lines. You know, at my expense. I don't care. I think it's kind of cool.
You know, it shows you at our network, nobody's taking each other, each other so right. serious. Absolutely. But when you just, you go after, you, okay, the former president never did anything right, right? It's a horrible person, absolutely. As Jamie Dimon said last week, I know he's supposed to be a comedian, but he's not, Jimmy Kimmel. As he said, you are insulting 71 million people, and you should be cognizant of that when you continue to go after this guy, and because and anyone that follows him is gets said, okay, we're, you're done. With, I'm done with you, and you keep doing it. You don't like the guy, and you disassociate, and you're not disassociating them with the people that uh, like his policies and feel as though he's echoing their voice. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I'm eager to see uh, how Jimmy Fallon does in the long run with his new Saturday night show after you on Saturday nights, because he's aiming to make fun of everybody, as I understand it. And that's kind of the thing that's missing these days. You know, Johnny Carson, whatever his politics might have been, that's what he did. Made fun of everybody, made fun of Jimmy Carter, made fun of Ronald Reagan, and everybody laughed. Democrats, Republicans and independents. And as you said about the segmenting, that's what's um, that's what's missing these days. So about the presidential race, obviously, we saw what happened in New Hampshire. We saw what happened in Iowa. Nikki Haley says she's moving on to her home state of uh, South Carolina. Do you think that this race is over? Uh, And, you know, the whole thing is, if it's as it is, you know, between a terror attack that could happen, especially with our border open, and and if you see what's going on in the Middle East, you know it's not going to stay there. If the court cases, which I look at the schedule, all I see is delay, delay, delay. You know, if barring anything that's different now, I, I don't see how she wins. But if she wants to keep fighting, she's keep fighting. And I was just reading now. I wanted to find out what her speech was like last night. It was brutal. He's too old. He's losing it. Nobody wants this matchup. Um, you know, his uh, temperament. After going at, So there's nothing. She's not doing a slow landing and a, a gradual bow out. She's going for the jugular still as if she's in. Mm-hmm. So... She's doing, I don't think she's being politically astute in that the people that are getting insulted now are also his followers. And you want them, when Donald Trump is done in four years, either way, when he's done, she wants, she needs those voters. So forget about Trump. When you, I thought just that Jamie Dimon axiom, you're going after Donald Trump. And the people that like him don't care that he's 77. They know that Joe Biden is so much worse. If the president's losing it, it's the last 30 minutes of a 90-minute speech is where he makes mistakes. That's really not going to hurt you. So she's trying to put them both together. I'm just wondering about the wisdom of it. It's almost as like, okay, okay, I'm not going to be able to stay in this hotel anymore, so I might as well burn it down. And I'm thinking to myself, but you are going to want to stay in that hotel. And there's no reason to burn it down. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
Nikki, you mentioned Nikki Haley and her issues with Fox. Uh, she actually went so far as to uh, pull out a line that some might consider Trumpy, and she called Fox News the enemy. I'm going to fight no matter what. I don't care how much y'all want to coronate Donald Trump. At the end of the day, that's not what Americans want. Americans yeah. want a choice, and we're going to give them you that keep choice. keep saying coronate, lie, not tell the truth. What do you say on the couch? I'm really wondering why you think we're the enemy. Because I've looked at the media. And you've looked at the polls. And- That's why I'm running, because Donald Trump doesn't beat Joe Biden right. in a general election. We beat him by double but digits. But in the real clear, he's up three points as the average of the most substantive polls in the country. Up against Joe. Donald Trump beating Joe Biden by three points. On the okay, and ballot. that's margin of error, Brian. Margin of error, Brian. Now, she happens to be ahead in almost every swing state, but it's just margin of error. I mean, I mean, what gives, Brian? I mean, she's just looking for a silver lining among the electoral dark clouds, trying to spin something that uh, that makes her look not like she's fighting such a losing battle. What's the story with her? Uh, well, her people were incensed when they walked in. They said it was the Trump network. So I'm like, really? Did you did you see what Trump thinks? So he calls it the Trump network. All right, you you think it's the Trump network because he says it was the DeSantis. Uh, Trump thinks it's the DeSantis network, and he thinks that we're keeping up Haley, Birdbrain network. And now she comes in and says there's too much Trump on. Meanwhile, she was on with Dana Perino uh, yesterday, that day, and she was on with us the day before she was on Dana Perino. Then she was on late night, and then she was back again. And she's been on our you know the radio show a number of times. I don't think uh, – it's, it's – I think – you have to, in this world, learn how to lose. Can somebody learn how to lose? I'm watching DeSantis. Said the media didn't give us a shot, didn't want to call Trump out on what he was doing. Are you All right. Uh, you are blaming the media now. Because Trump said that we were the DeSantis network. And you were on every single show. And one of the things that you did, a, you did a self uh, evaluation. And you said one of the things I should have done is gotten on adversarial media earlier. And done more media with other outlets earlier. But in retrospect, he believes that Fox is the reason. So you're going to see, I mean, DeSantis not taking this well either. So interesting time to be hated by everybody. You got you just mentioned Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Governor Haley, which I witnessed, uh, Trump, which I read. And we've seen over and over again over the last three and a half years. And now DeSantis. Yeah, that's a hat trick, Brian. Congratulations. Well done. Well done indeed. Frank, thanks for bringing it. You really, this has really been an uplifting tip <laughs> for me. Uh, you really, uh, if I did have, if I did have self-esteem problems, I would probably have slipped my wrist. Oh, please. Um, let me, uh, let me get your take on uh, this Sunday's uh, AFC and NFC championship games. Who's going to the Super Bowl? What's your hope? What's your prediction? Well, I want the Lions. Uh, I want the Lions, and I want the Ravens. Uh, and but I do think it's hard to go against the 49ers, mm. Although that was a terrible first half, and I watched the Ravens crush the 49ers, just dominate them in the regular season, and then with a game they have to win with a week off, and the most professional coaching staff in the country with John Lynch running things, they weren't ready to play. So that's that was kind of crazy. But let's see if they get the rust off after the week off. Uh, but the Ravens are the hottest team in football. They did not have a great playoff game, but, man, did they close it out strong. And I am the most underrated great coach in sports is John Harbaugh. This guy doesn't have rebuilding years. I know Pittsburgh's good at this, but do you know the Ravens are actually better at this? They never, you know, they retire all their better players. They lose Flacco. They bring in, uh, they bring in a better quarterback. They lose Ray Lewis. They become a more balanced defense. And and just, just I'm saying to myself, there were seasons nine and seven, you know, and now it's uh, you know ten and seven with the increased games, and now they finally put it together. 
they get their quarterback situation handled, and, and Lamar Jackson has a career year no one even notices, and now they're they're ready to play. And, and this guy finally healthy. All Harbaugh does is give your team a chance to win year after year. That This is why the coach what matters. He puts the people in place to make the right decisions. It's not like he is so omnipresent. He's, he's, you know, he's helping out the linebacker coach and the tight end assistant. But he puts the people in place that he trusts. He lets them go, and he inspires them to do better. And the players love playing for him. And when you see like a Brian Dable go over the top with his emotions and – and I'm saying to myself, does anyone notice that that's not what works with players like this? And, and I just think you could note a, a lot about this guy. Plus, he was the one who didn't go pro. He's the brother that wasn't the Bears right. quarterback. He's the brother that wasn't involved in, in scandal in Michigan. I'm not putting down Jim, but John just keeps winning. Um, I know on uh, radio you have uh, Michael Goodwin, Carl Rove, Tudor Dixon on, and that's going to be something. Uh, by the way, that's the matchup that I'm rooting for, Baltimore versus Detroit, because those are both cities that carry our show. We have very loyal listeners on WCBM in uh. Baltimore and on uh, the Superstation AM 910 in Detroit, so I'm with you on that. And uh, if I can pull together a couple of shekels, I may even uh, lay down five bucks on each game. Um, what's coming up on Saturday night on One Nation? Good question. I'm going to have Eric Trump on for sure. Um, we're working on a few other guests, but that's a that's a great thing. I'm going to have Jamie Lissau. I'm going to t- put him on. I'm going to tape him today. He's going to do the news duel at the end. Um, yeah, we're working on. Okay, uh, Jay Glazer is going to be on. He's going to preview those games uh, for us from his from his huge estate cool. over in Malibu. So I, I get I can give you that much, but we're going right. to uh, lock it in today and then. Uh, I'll make sure to text you so you can spread the word. But just know, 9 o'clock on Saturdays, make the adjustment if you're listening listening to Frank around the country. Absolutely. Uh, Brian Kilmeade, thanks as always. It's always a treat to have you. All right. Stay within yourself, Frank. 800-848-9222. 15 seconds of fame straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight.